There are some few things to share with you. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will give you understanding. As you grow, yeah, Michael, just keep playing. As you grow in Christ, your spiritual senses are exercised to discern. And your appreciation of spiritual things increase with time. My appreciation of prayer right now is different from how I saw prayer some five years ago. And not just prayer. Your knowledge of the Lord your relationship with God. You are able to get your priorities right. I think that's the true mark of spirituality and maturity. Where your understanding informs your choices your priorities the acknowledgement of value today I'm about to share something with you that I'm sure is not new to you. But I want the Holy Spirit to give you a whole new way of looking at this incredible spiritual truth. The single most important spiritual exercise that has the ability to change everything. It doesn't matter how big it is. It doesn't matter how difficult it is. It doesn't matter how impossible it looks. For me, this new revelation brings hope and an assurance that all things are possible not just in a passive sense 
but in an active sense that I have the capacity or the ability to change everything and to do everything I have known from the Holy Scriptures that all things are possible to hear that believe and I've also known that with God nothing shall be impossible But I also wanted to know my participation in the dynamics that make the impossible possible. How I can control circumstances and change them. And what I'm about to share with you today Is the surest way of getting everything done, including the overwhelmingly difficult assignments. As you grow, your responsibilities increase. And then you get to a point where you are sometimes overwhelmed by the many demands and pressures of life. You start to pay fees. Just by reason or just by virtue of your placement. I mean, just the mere fact that you have become an adult. Or just the fact that you are effective or you are doing well. People begin to look up to you. And expect that you can help them. So whether you're a politician. Or you're in a clergy. Or. You are in the academics. You have other people. You would mentor. Or help. Or people who look up to you. There are expectations. From your mother. From your father. From the extended family from your friends from your community and from the people around you how do we go about life and be sure that we are not distracted how can we be focused how can we have enough strength energy to carry on to carry all the burdens and the loads to still be relevant to help people
What I'm about to share with you today is not a spiritual escape route from reality. It is the reality that holds everything in place. I have found out that God designed prayer to be that thing that holds everything together that supports all men that sustains all things that solves all problems that corrects everything that is wrong that supplies all the energies we need that furnishes us with everything that God has freely made available. Today, I'm not paying lip service to prayer. Today, I'm not inciting you to religion. Today, I'm not saying that prayer is good so that I will be fulfilled or clear my conscience that I have a dependency on God. But I am presenting to you this subject of prayer and key of prayer as God gave to me in an encounter and in a revelation. That the next phase of my life and the next phase of my life's assignment and the next phase of what God has for us as a people the hope of this country and the hope of the world is this sacred thing called prayer. I've actually found out that prayer can solve every problem. It was actually designed To be the panacea of the human weakness. You see, Jesus finished all things for us. But the way we administer the finished work, the way we minister the healing, the salvation, 
the resurrection the life the joy the peace the wisdom the holiness the glory of god the way we minister everything that jesus has done for us the way we minister it is through the preaching of the gospel through praying and through the ministration of the holy spirit in other words if i want to give to you what jesus did for you the way i serve you with it the way i engage you in it the way i share it with you the way i deliver it to you is either through preaching or praying of ministering the spirit are we here look at me all my big english simply means pray 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 Jesus gave a parable to illustrate this. That men ought to pray and not faint and not get tired and not lose heart. Without ceasing, we make mention of you. Peter was shot in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray always. With all prayer. And supplication in the spirit. And persevering. The wrong to. He said pray. And supply and apply the spirit. And pray in the Holy Ghost. And pray for all saints. And persevere in the prayer. Ephesians 6 18 put it on the screen this verse look at it pray always is enough because pray always means pray always in Greek it means pray always in Hebrew it means pray always in English it means pray always so we should be praying always But he didn't stop there. And supplication. Now supplication is earnest entreaties. Prolonged, intense, heartfelt prayers. It is to supply and apply the spirit. It's, it says pray always with all prayer. Now pray always is enough. But he said with all prayer. Exhaust every form of prayer levels dimensions and forms and kinds and shapes of prayer 
There's corporate prayer, prayer of agreement, prayer of faith. There is intercessory prayer. There is giving of thanks. There is prayer in tongues. There is the prayer of faith. There is supplication where you stay in prayer for hours to prevail on God, prevailing prayer. It says, and then there are levels, height, depths. There are different. So it says, every form of prayer, pray it. Pray always with all prayer. It's, it's, it's enough. Pray always is enough. Pray always means pray always. Now he said, pray with all prayer. So add all prayer to the always prayer. And then supplication in the spirit. Now supplication is the highest form of prayer. Because it is heart, heartfelt, intense, prolonged. That's the one that says, <laughs> unless God budges, unless the situation changes, I'm not stopping. He says, when you pray always, pray all prayer, then supplication in the spirit. The Holy Ghost is saying something. You knock that one too. Then the Holy Spirit brings another one. You knock it. And you have the vocabulary and the ability to articulate to articulate what the spirit is saying that's the advantage we have when we pray in tongues that i mean yes yes that's the advantage we have when we pray in tongues now you're able to express yourself and say exactly what god once said in the spirit and he says and watching the run to with all perseverance it says once you are supplicating, you are watching. You see, you are you have oversight of the prayer. You you are guiding the prayer. You are you are conscious of how the prayer is going, and you are observing the prayer, and you are in the flow, and it says, watch in the prayer and persevere, persevere. Enduring in the prayer because so many things are happening in the prayer. You are creating things, you are changing things, things are taking shape, you, you are moving things, you are you are rooting out, pulling down, planting, raising, you are doing so many things. So you must endure in the prayer, persevering the run to watching the run to with all perseverance and supplications for the saints. What a verse. Now, if you ask me to paraphrase this verse or put it in a modern English, it will read this way. Pray always and pray in every way and every form and pray every kind of prayer there is and then intense, heartfelt, earnest, continual pray and stay on in a prayer persevering in a prayer or be watchful in a prayer and keep praying for the saints this verse means when you pray pray some more and pray every prayer and when you finish praying pray and when you finish praying pray
We know this scripture is correct because there are other scriptures that say we should pray without season. What am I supposed to do? Pray. When I finish praying, what? Pray. And then when what, and what again? Pray. And then what? Pray. I am telling you that it will be well with your mother. Things will go better. Or things will be better with her when you pray for her. The marriage will be better when you pray. The studies will be better when you pray. Your spiritual life will be better when you pray. Your health will do well when you pray. You see, I'm looking through the congregation and nobody's praying. Christian has started praying. But nobody's praying. You see, by this time, you should have been praying. Thank you, my dear. In First Timothy chapter 2, Paul said, by the Spirit, first of all, there's the Holy Ghost talking. I exhort therefore that first of all, before you start a conversation, pray. It is first of all. Prayer is first. Prayer is not last. Prayer is first. Look at me. Paul wanted to say so many things, but I said, first of all, what I want you guys to do, first of all, supplications supplications are intense prolonged earnest entreaties pray your heart out just be in prayer lost in prayer supplications prayers intercessions intercession is when you stand in the gap when you stand in the gap for somebody you have taken over the person's position whether as an unbeliever and you want him saved or somebody who's going through a situation and you decide that this one I'm handling it myself Or where you are in a higher level of authority spiritually and you have to take somebody's place. Intercessions is prayer. And giving of thanks. Giving of thanks is prayers. Be made for all men. Now look at me. Somebody somewhere is insulting us. 
that we are lazy people. We won't go and work. All we want to do is we are praying. Why do you think God is saying we should pray for all men if God can help all men without our prayer? God will not tell you to do something that he wants to do himself or by himself. Prayer must be made for all men. You know why? That is what sustains all living. If you understand how fragile the human body is, anything can kill you. Air trapped in your body can kill you. You can breathe something that will kill you. Eat something, kill you. Drink something, kill you. Touch something, that can kill you. Your body is mortal. It has the tendency of dying. It has a weakness in it. That anything can kill it. That's why gems are so small. To tell you how <laughs> mosquitoes, just any little thing can kill you. Do you know how prayer started in the Bible? It was when Seth, a godly man, gave birth to a son and looked at the general fall. How men were dying. After the fall. Because people used to live. 900 years. But when he saw the train. That. Our years started diminishing. When this godly man gave birth. He named him Enosh. Enosh means weak or mortal. And Bible says in the days of Enosh. Men began to call on the name of the Lord. That's how prayer started. Prayer started as an acknowledgement of the weakness of man. Prayer started as a remedy. Prayer is, prayer is the remedy for the weakness of the flesh. And I'll show you a lot of scriptures to that effect. The Bible says the spirit helps our infirmity. And the infirmity that the weakness that mentioned is our inability to pray. Which means that our very weakness stems from our inability to pray. Anybody who can pray is no longer weak. Our infirmities are inability to pray. So the cure for our weakness is prayer. As a matter of fact, likewise the spirit also helps our infirmity. Look at that. Our weakness. The Bible says, this is what Jesus said. He said, watch and pray. Lest you fall into temptation. Now, in fact, lest ye enter into temptation. Now, look at me. He said, the remedy for temptation. The antidote for temptation. Is to watch and pray. Uh, 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 let's leave the watch now. Because I'm not talking about watching. I will talk about watching some other time. But pray. And then he added. You know why people fall into all kinds of temptations? It's because they don't pray. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you pray and you enter into a temptation, prayer will pull you out. Jesus said, Peter, the devil has desired to sift you like a wheat, but I prayed for you. And so, Peter denied Christ because there are some temptations, whether you like it or not, they will happen. Even Jesus prayed and it still happened. But what happened was that the prayer took Peter through the temptation and brought him out. So there are some problems, whether you pray or not, they will come. But what a prayer will do is that the prayer will make sure you go through it. Daniel's prayer couldn't prevent him from being put into the lion's den. Though sometimes prayer can prevent some things. Daniel's prayer couldn't stop Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from being thrown into the fire. But what happened was that prayer took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out of fire. And the smoke, even the smoke did not smell on them. Oh, but we prayed, but my mother died. The real thing about death is not the death. It's the effect of death. That's why you can go to a funeral and it's like a party. You can go to a funeral and it's like church service. And you're like, ah, we had one recently. And people say they've never seen this kind of funeral before. I say, yeah, that is how the righteous die. That's the difference. Because precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of all his saints. When we die, it's precious. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I was in a church recently and I love their, their slogan. Anybody who came forward to give a testimony, the first thing you say is, for me to live, then everybody will shout, it's Christ. And then you add, even standing here right now, then they will answer, it is because of Christ. <laughs> Be alive, be in church here. The purpose is Christ. For me to live is Christ. To die is gain. To die is gain. But prayer nullifies the effect of the devil in every situation. Amen. Amen. So, Andy, incense smokes of prayer must go ahead of you. When you are in that helicopter, you are different from every other person, every other worker. Because the angels are holding you. It says, all this kind of prayer should be made for all men. Let me tell you something. The reason why some people are alive is because some of us, we are thanking God for them. And God said, ah, Manasseh just thank God for this man. How can I allow this man to die? Then what do we do with the thanksgiving? So when you wake up, thank God for all your children. Call their name. Thank God for all men. Give thanks for all men. Intercede for all men. Pray for all men. Supplication for all men. Now listen. Because of the Thank you, my dear. 
Oh, clap, just clap. All right, so I got it. Greg, think about it. They say we have to pray for all men. Greg, can you pray for all men? You alone, can you pray for all men? Pastor Edward, can you alone pray for all men? Alexina, can you pray for all men? So men should pray everywhere. Because prayer is needed for everybody, everybody must pray. The only reason why the devil will not bury some another 30 people alive through earthquake is because some people are praying there. So men must pray everywhere. You pray in the train. Though you don't have a train in Ghana yet. It's coming. You pray in the bus. You pray on the aircraft. You pray in the office. Of course. Of course. You pray in the classroom. You may not pray loudly. At work. But you still have to be in prayer. In fact, our brother taught us last Sunday, you pray under your breath. You pray under your breath. It constitutes meditation. You are praying. You are praying. The contracts, you are praying. You are signing the document, you are praying. You can't go wrong. Things are wrong and you are praying, they'll be corrected. You are praying for the president, he can't make wrong decisions. You are praying for kings and those in authority. You are praying for them. You are praying for them. That's why verse 8. You know, you know, before we get to verse 8. Now, it says, prayer should be made for all men. Let's read on. Let's read on. I know you may not understand, but let's read. For kings and for all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in the godliness and all honesty. The reason why we are living a peaceable life in Ghana here is because there's a lot of prayer. The reason why we have a lot of peace in Ghana is because there's a lot of prayer. Amen. You cannot live a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty where there's war. Where there's war, everybody is fighting. You are also either you either fight or they kill you. And you can imagine a whole man of God carrying sword, killing people. So so to have a quiet and a peaceable life and live in godly honesty you must pray for the kings and for people in authority now but look at the next verse for this is good and acceptable in the sight of god our savior what is good and acceptable in the lord our savior that's the problem so if you are reading your bible and you don't do a little bit of study then you get stuck they say this is good and what is good and acceptable. Is he saying that living godly life is good and acceptable? Or what is he saying? What is good? The amplified version says this kind of praying is good and acceptable in the sight of God. This kind of praying, God likes it. Why? Next verse. Because he wants all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Look at me. O.C. 
The only way everybody will be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth is through praying for the men. They have been taught all their life to live without God. So that kind of stronghold cannot be pulled down by five minutes lecture or one hour lecture. It takes the power of the Holy Ghost by praying. Why do you think Korea, South Korea, which, is, which was predominantly a Buddhist nation, Yonggi Cho and his colleagues have changed that nation into a Christian nation. I'm talking about people, this is several generations of Buddhists. You're not talking about America. If an American today doesn't know God, well, that's just the first generation. Americans have been Christian all through from the first day. But you are talking about a nation that has several generations of Buddhists. They are not Christians. And all of a sudden, the biggest churches in the whole world are in Korea. Because they have something they call prayer mountain where people go to pray. You can have as many as I mean, several thousands of people on a prayer mountain. Everybody's just praying. So, OC is going to ride on the wings of prayer. Well, those of you who don't know what OC, OC is Operation Church Everywhere. That's what we're doing now. We're planning churches in every community in the world. So he said, that's what will happen. Next verse, let's finish this quickly. For there is one God, one mediator between God and, and men. The man, Jesus Christ. Uh -huh. Who gave himself a ransom for all men to be testified in due time. Uh -huh. What unto a modern preacher, an apostle, I speak the truth in Christ and I, I lie not. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. Uh -huh. Look at verse 8 now. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath or doubting. When we are fighting, we can pray together. That's what Paul was talking about when he said that wives, the husband should live in knowledge with their wives so that their prayer is not hindered. Because you can't pray together if you are quarreling. So if there is a wrath, we can pray together. Because there's a place for corporate prayer. There's a place for individual prayer, but it's a place for prayer of agreement or corporate prayer. Because we need a quantity as we need a quality. But wrath and doubting diminishes the intensity of the prayer. And it inhibits corporate prayer. Because if you are angry with somebody, how do you pray with him? So if we are fighting here, how do we pray together? There are some of you sitting down here. May God forgive you. I say, God has forgiven you. Do you know what your sin is? You don't even know that the guy you are talking about, he is fasting and praying for you.
You just finished gossiping about him. Me, I don't like him. But he was fasting and praying for you. If God opened your eyes, you will cry. It's not everybody in church that is wicked, though. There are true Christians in church. They won't even tell you they are praying for you. They are fasting and praying for you. Amen. One of my sons is studying aeronautical engineering in Ukraine. It is not Alexina and my prayer alone that sustained that boy. There are other people praying for him I don't even know about. Here in this church, sometimes we're having meetings, prophetic meetings, and there are anointings to heal cancer. And yet there is nobody in the church that has cancer. Guess what? We just transfer that anointing to some other people who are not even in this church but may be connected to some church member some church members neighbor some church members colleague at work some church members friend somebody somebody and because you are here the anointing flows through you to heal that case let me tell you something if somebody tells you that prayer is not that important. The person doesn't even know what he's talking about. He's joking. Don't be angry with him. Forgive him. Forgive his ignorance. Now, when Jesus said, watch and pray, lest he fall into temptation, he added something very important. He said, the spirit is willing. But the flesh is weak. The word weak there is the word to be weak. It also means to be weak morally. It also means to be weak in terms of being infirmed or sick. Now he's saying that the reason why you should pray is so you don't enter into temptation. But he added another reason for prayer. He says that the reason why you have to pray is because the body is weak. The body is, is sick. Amen? When it comes to spiritual things, many times we are dull. But when it comes to physical things, we are able to do it. Because spiritual things require greater energy than physical things. Because they are more intense. That is why you can talk, 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 talk. When it's time to pray, you are tired. If I want, we are tired, we can still even talk, chat for another two hours. But when you are tired, you are not able to pray. That's the weakness of the body. But apart from the fact that the, the body is weak toward the things of God, spiritual things require high energies. 45 minutes of preaching equals 16 hours of manual labor. When you preach for 45 minutes, it's equal to working in the farm for two days. That's the same level of energy. 
There are only two disciplines that impacts you, spirit, soul, and body. And preaching is one. So the energy you would have expended or dispensed in 45 minutes of preaching, I do it for two hours. I, I do two hours. Which we do for in 45 minutes of preaching. That is the same energy somebody will use in the farm for two days. Clap for us and say we are supermen. <laughs> and you can imagine your, your pastors just go like that when we are ministering. Bam! Two hours, two and a half hours, three hours. <laughs> anyway. So, the remedy for sickness in the body is prayer. He says the, the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. And he said, pray. So the way to deal with every weakness in the flesh, including cancer, is prayer. Now listen. There was somebody who prayed until his heart shifted. They say his heart moved from its position and shifted a little bit. And the doctors advised him to stop praying. If not, so he would die. Thankfully, he didn't stop praying. He continued praying and the heart shifted back. You see, if anything goes... <laughs> Do you actually know that if you get ulcer through fasting... It is the fasting that will heal the ulcer. Of course, when you get an ulcer, you don't have to continue fasting. You stop a little bit. You just fool the stomach as if you, you are going to stop completely. <laughs> and once the stomach... The stomach... says, yeah, we get it. No, then you fool it. Then you start fasting again. Of course... You don't have to overfast. But what I'm saying here is that prayer. Sometimes you pray and you become weak and tired. But it's the same prayer that will rejuvenate you. Amen. Amen. So let me try and close. Ah, uh, God has asked me to do something. Last Sunday, in fact, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday were. Probably the most strategic days in my life. So, the devil came at me so strong. The devil has never come at me like that before. The greatest blow I received from the devil was Friday night. Saturday and Sunday. But, the greatest blessing I also received from God was Friday, 
Saturday and Sunday. Your pastor has never said anything like this, so you should be you should be curious. Wow, I want to know. Because Taflache, as for the supernatural experiences there, your fan We go to heaven and come, we see God, we see we've seen all we've seen all that. So if your pastor is saying that, then you should be you should, you should, you should be like did he just say that? Yeah. God the Father walked to my room before sat on my bed, taught me. Jesus Christ has revealed himself to me several times, the Holy Ghost several times. Friday, after the devil did whatever he wanted to do, and honey, whatever the Lord doeth, it shall be forever. Whatever the devil does is just for a time. That's why weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. So, I don't know whether it was because the devil had a hint. That's why he attacked me. Or God decided that the day the devil attacks you the most, that's the day I'll surprise you. Any of the two is okay. The most important thing to know is that when your worst is happening, your best is happening. When you're at your worst, you're at your best. They said, if the prince of this world knew, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. It was in his dying that we got the resurrection. Amen. Amen. Listen. You have to pray. Men ought to pray. Marianne. Prisla. Hallelujah. Uh, we're going to stand on our feet now. We're going to boom. <laughs> Hallelujah. All these unbelievers who are misbehaving, prayer will tame them. All these free radicals, these demons that have nice names. Doc, these demons that have nice names, free radicals moving your blood, they, they, they have to be tamed. Prayer would tame them. I said, Prayer would tame them. I That's why yesterday at the wedding I prayed. That is why at the second wedding I prayed. The only reason why I'm preaching this morning is because God said I should preach. Because I actually didn't want to preach. I wanted to pray. 
I got to preach it, so maybe. All right. So let me close. Hello? Some of you have even forgotten that there's even something to tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. Friday night into Saturday morning. I was in bed and I saw the map of South America like a world uh, like a tro the trophy of the World Cup I saw the map of South America like a trophy being handed over to me and I saw this trophy come entered into me immediately I started shouting Brazil 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 and this thing continued the following day Bolivia 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 and I knew that God had given us out America especially Brazil and Bolivia There are other countries there, Chile, Argentina, Uruguay, Paraguay, you know, Guyana, Venezuela, yes, Colombia, yes, Chile, Colombia, yes, I mentioned those ones already. Now, When we're praying for OC, we took the flag of all the nations of the earth and we prayed for every country, right? And I said that every one of you should pray that God will give you one country, right? As for me, I knew it was South Africa, so I knew I was in a comfortable lead. Maybe South Africa or USA. Because God has spoken to me about those countries. I didn't know that God was giving me some more countries hallelujah so this was Friday into Saturday so I just carried that whole nation continent in my spirit OC will go there. 
In fact, OC is already there. Then Sunday. Ooh, I had an encounter. And I saw the globe carved in silver. Half buried half up in a sea of hands that are joined to each other like somebody holding my arm this way in a cross like in a net form and I saw the globe on it and the spirit of the Lord said to me I want you to set up a global prayer command that will supply prayer to the world. OC is possible because of the global prayer command your destiny is possible because of the global prayer command for me this is the whole next phase of my life the second half of my life that's it Amen. 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 You will see that as we pray, you are healed. You will see that as we pray, money will be provided for the project no you see it you see it whatever your dream is you want to set up the biggest laboratories on this continent you want to set up the biggest medical facilities on this continent once you can dream it once you can pray it Who say that chain of businesses is not possible? Who say you cannot have a brand that will go global? Who say you cannot be here and have businesses that are doing well in the UK, in Dubai, in China, in Taiwan? Who says God cannot give you Indonesia? Who say God cannot give you Australia? And let me tell you something.
God won't give you the men of a land and not give you the resources of the land. Everything in that land is just a matter of time. We'll see it. As you pray, more visions. Your ministries will be birthed. As you pray, supply will be, will be made available. As you pray, crooked things will be made straight. Even the years of your parents can be prolonged because of prayer. For once, I have hope in this, I have hope for this nation. And the hope is that prayer will sort it out. You know, let me tell you something. Africa, prayer will sort the problem. Prayer will do it. Prayer will do it. Amen. Prayer will do it. So, in August, from the 27th of August, That's after we return from Tamale OC. On 27th of August, for one full week, we're going to have a 12 hour prayer intense. We'll pray from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. We'll use that to sweep. To, to clear the way for the global prayer command. And I want some of you to get ready for the presidency seat. Because presidents are going to come from this church. You know why? The husband man that liberate must be the first partaker of his fruit. They'll give you contracts. The whole energy contract of a country, they'll give it to you. You will be given millions of dollars for God's work. Why are you not praying? Why are you not praying, Professor? The thing is happening. The hour that changes the world. rise like incense sweet incense sweet incense you can sit down you can sit down let prayer rise let prayer rise let prayer rise that business is that small business becoming a big one
will do it prayer will fix it prayer will do it prayer will fix it prayer will do it prayer will fix it I know because God showed it to me if you are sick pray the Bible says is anyone sick it said they should pray over the person is any afflicted let him pray it is happening it is happening it is happening It is happening. It is happening. It is happening. way we minister the spirit is by praying prayer is also the supply of the spirit the way we supply the spirit the way we minister the spirit the way we supply and apply the spirit oh supplication supply and apply the supply and the application supplication supplication the way you fetch grace and minister grace the way you fetch healing and minister healing is through praying and they shall be joyful in my house of prayer my house shall be called the house of, of prayer for all nations Open your spirit, open your mouth. Leo Ramondo Roku Sebra Tarabahashina Rubahata.
Say strengthen the feeble knee and lift up the hand that hand low or the hang down. Receive strength in prayer. Receive strength in prayer. Receive strength in prayer. If someone is sitting by you and is weak, help the person. Hold the person. Kado Shaba and be on your feet. Let us finish it well. Ah, there's a release of life. If the spirit that the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us, he said he shall vitalize, supply life to the ailing body, to the weak body, to the corruptible body, to the infirm body. Every weakness represented in this service. Every infirmity represented in this service. Ligo Sotokoto. Lima Zutekete. Lima Zutabratolian Tayabaha. Ha Yabashata. Every withered hand. We are stretching it out by prayer. Ligo Sotokoto. Rababa Shabaha. Every backsliding by prayer. The spirit is becoming willing. Ah, In the day of his power, his people will be willing. Every lukewarmness, every lukewarmness, every lukewarmness. In the mighty name of Jesus, Rapapa, our prayer lives. Rapatosete. He said, "The fire shall ever be upon the altar." Ligo sabratoliata.